For so many years, I was convinced that the day after my birthday was the actual holiday. It wasn't Veterans Day. Like, I really thought probably around second and third grade that the reason we didn't have school the day after my birthday is because it was my birthday. That might be the most only child thing you've ever said. (laughs) The reality is, is if you're listening to this on the day of release, November 11th, it's Veterans Day. Would you like some Veterans Day facts? I would. Veterans Day was originally... uh, proposed and signed into law as a way to honor the end of the First World War. Major hostilities of World War I were formally ended at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in the year 1918. And then in 1954, it was actually expanded. It was used to be called um, Armistice Day. Mm-hmm. And it was expanded to Veterans Day, which uh, celebrates the service of all U.S. military veterans, um, as opposed to mili- or Memorial Day, which honors those who have died. Veterans Day honors everybody. Thank so. you for your service. If you have served our country, um, we appreciate all that you do. And it's just an amazing, beautiful thing. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Facebook which allowed me to see a whole bunch of birthday messages yesterday from people who were reminded that it was my birthday based on their Facebook feeds. (laughs) My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Great American Cookie Cake, even though I'm in a sugar coma. Oof. (laughs) Was that you or your parents? It was me, and then I asked my mom to pick it up. Oof. That was a terrible idea. We ate an entire cookie cake, like the small, not the smallest one they offer because that's too small, but like a regular, regular old round cookie cake in 48 hours, 24 hours. It was terrible. And we did this on the back end of a trip to Asheville, North Carolina. And I don't know if you have ever been to Nashville, but or Asheville, I'm sorry. But if the answer is no, go hungry. Oh my gosh. I seriously am in a food coma from the last five days. And oh, I feel really gross. Right now. <laughs> there are so many good restaurants there. And for some reason, there's a ton of um, breweries, like craft mm-hmm. breweries and stuff. And all of those places serve really decadent food to go along with the beer. Yeah. Um, and, and then our, like the, the hotel that we were staying in had as a snack, grilled cheese sandwiches and tomato soup. Which is both me and Jeff's like one of our top five favorite foods. And in when it's cold outside, like all I crave is grilled cheese. It was so good. We stayed at the Grove Park Inn. They have these giant fireplaces. So we were sitting next to the fireplace, eating grilled cheese, drinking wine. It was perfection. Now, I, I want to talk for a second about the Grove Park Inn, this place that we stayed. It's like one of the more famous hotels, or it's probably the most famous hotel in Asheville, right? Oh, it's definitely it's, the, um, and I think it's also a historical landmark. And Callie's 
father's is from Asheville and his you know family. It's where he grew up and went to high school and whatnot. So they gave us this this gift certificate to go stay at the hotel for Christmas last year, and we decided to make it a fall trip mm-hmm. to see all the leaves, which were ridiculous. It's so Amazing. beautiful up there, but. I had no idea what to expect with this place to stay. And it was right up my alley because there's so much history. And Jeff they, loves history. I think probably most people don't know that about you. I will read. I'm the guy who will pull over to read a highway marker. Literally. And the the hallways of the Grove Park Inn are lined with photographs of people who have stayed there or events that have taken place there with short paragraphs about the stuff that happened. And then in addition to like famous people staying there and uh, there was something uh, like in the mid mid century, like the forties or fifties, when they thought that uh, there was a chance that the United States would be attacked Mm -hmm. to be some sort of um, um, world ending war. The Supreme court had agreed to convene at the Grove Park Inn. So that letter is hanging there. It's just, which is like also very funny. Cause like if I'm on the Supreme court and I'm like, where are we going to go hide out? I'm like, Oh, let's go to this big fancy resort, which is funny. I, you know what I mean? Like it's such an amazing place to stay that that made me laugh. Like but a it's little in, bit. It's in Asheville, North Carolina. So I think the reason they chose it is because it's safe, right? Oh like, yeah. And a lot of presidents have stayed there. Like the walls are lined with photos of um, our presidents that have stayed there. And I think what was it? The first one was it Taft. It goes way, I mean, it goes way back. So, so I'm reading all this stuff and then there's stuff about the history of the resort. And I realize that the, the model of vacationing has changed. Like now, like Callie and I, for example, we went to Asheville, North Carolina. That was our destination. The hotel where we stayed was beautiful. Highly recommend if you need like a romantic night away or something like that. Super easy to get to from Atlanta. Really pretty. Fireplaces, grilled cheese, enough said. It's outstanding. But our trip was to Asheville. That's just where we stayed. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, the hotel was the vacation. So people would go to the hotel and they would have breakfast at the hotel. Then they would walk the grounds of the hotel. Then they would play tennis at the hotel. Then they would go to the spa at the hotel. Then they would have tea at the hotel. And that was the entirety of the vacation. And I got very, I guess, nostalgic or whatever and thought that would be a really cool vacation to take. Oh, I completely agree. And I think we should take, well, I think, um, number one, I think spas probably were not around like the spas, but it was different. It was probably called taking the waters or something like that. And you would sit in a hot spring (laughs) or whatever. Taking the water. That's what it's called. It was called back in the day. Yeah. But so there are all these pictures of these families that would like come, you know, in like the forties or whatever. And that was their summer. They would summer, um, there. And it was really cool. And Jeff was like, how cool would that be? And we kind of, I mean, no, we didn't really do that, but we we could have because the resort is so awesome. But Jeff is like, I'm totally into that. I want to like make a place a destination, but it's gotta be like a, a, a nice hotel. Like you wouldn't do that at a holiday Inn express off the highway. No, 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 no. It's gotta be like a, 
It's got to be like a, a pl- like that Grove Park Inn was built for that. Yeah. There's a can, golf course and there's tennis courts and all that you stuff. You can go hiking within five minutes. You can, you know what I mean? Really, you could plop someone down there without a car and they'd be fine. And they really, they knew how to do it back then. Back in, back in the 40s and 50s. So they, they knew how to live back then. I found out a couple things about our, like when we were there, and I've said this a couple times before, but I go down internet rabbit holes and I found a couple things in my searching about the Grove Park Inn and Asheville that I thought were kind of interesting that Jeff did not know. And here's what I found out in my internet rabbit holing about Asheville. Number one, Fitzgerald lived there. F. Scott Fitzgerald, the author. The author of The Great Gatsby lived there. And he didn't live there like like full time. Like he moved there and his wife was in an insane asylum. You're not talking, you're talking about the hotel that we stayed in. He lived there, not in the town of Asheville. Yeah, for like weeks at a time because his wife was in a sanatorium there and she was hospitalized on and off. And so he would go there where he wrote something there. I can't remember what it was, but anyways, his wife actually died in the mental institution. It caught on fire. And she was trapped in her treatment room, right? She couldn't get out. Which I, whatever that was scary. I also researched the ghost that was at the Grove Park Inn because apparently there's a ghost, like a woman, supposedly. The pink pink lady. The pink lady ghost uh, supposedly fell over her balcony and then she like walks the hallways and it's this whole thing. We did not see her, but I did do some rabbit holing about that. Would you have stayed in that room if it had been assigned to us? Heck no. You wouldn't have? Heck no. She's friendly. Every story about her has her I'm not paying all that money to have a friendly ghost watching me sleep. That would be cool, though, to be to like see a famous ghost. No, okay, no, I'm not into it. I'm not doing it. If, the, uh, if you're interested, by the way, it's um, you can find it. Just Google Pink Lady plus Grove Park Inn, but I believe it's either room five fifteen or five forty five. Yeah, it's something like that. Um, and then the second thing that I went down a rabbit hole went with, and Jeff was like, the whole weekend I was trying to figure this out. There's a what they call a presidential cottage. Like it's supposedly on the property um, and it's where all the presidents stay. It was also like the place where I guess the Supreme Court was supposed to go in case of a war or whatever. But I couldn't find it anywhere on the internet and I dug so deep all weekend and we even drove like around the thing or it must be like top secret. But here's what's funny about that is you also wouldn't ask anyone about it. Like you, it was almost as though you needed to find it yourself that asking someone about it would have ruined your fun. Well, I just don't like I don't know. I felt like it was like against the rules to ask or something. Cause That's it's like such a, a weird, I, I know. every time we would get, we would come back to the hotel. She would say, drive around and see if we can find it. We would drive a different road through the thing. And then I'm like, why don't you just ask when we get inside? Say, I don't want to, I do not. I don't think they can talk about it. I'm like, then they'll say, we can't <laughs> talk about it. I, I, I just found it interest. There are very few things on the internet that I can't find and I couldn't find anything. I mean, it says, and -and so-and-so and -and so-and-so has stayed in the presidential cottage and all this stuff, but like literally could not find it. My guess is it's probably something that 
has been turned into something else. Like there's a golf course right next to the hotel or part of the hotel. No, President Obama stayed there and that was like within the past five years. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So I don't know where it is. It's like this big mysterious thing and I was too scared to ask so he didn't. It's so weird. Well, the part of the, we went up there for two reasons. One, because, uh, well, a few reasons. We had, the, we had the gift certificate from Callie's parents. So thank you to them for that. Two, we uh, wanted to see the leaves change. I love changing leaves. <laughs> as much as I love summer, I also love like getting into the mountains on peak leave change weekend. It was like the perfect weekend because it was yep. like, it was a history, which you love. Yep. Leaf changing, which you love and people celebrating you. And by people, I mean me all weekend, and which my, you love. And my birthday. So I love that. So, uh, so that those are the reasons that we went up there and in my birthday and everybody was asking if I have, if, what I decided to do with the underwear. So here's the thing. Um, I am not, or I am going to donate my used underwear. <laughs> so I have Clean. not, I have not Clean gone used underwear. I've, I've not gone to target yet and bought new underwear, but when I do, I'm going to wash what I have. I'm going to put it in a bag and then I'm going to donate it. And if, if they want to use it, they can, if not, they'll throw it out. But what I'm going to do is whatever I, this is so obvious, whatever I buy, so if I buy like two eight packs of underwear, <laughs> I'm going to buy four of them and I'm going to donate the other two. Oh, nice. Okay. So, I like that idea. So I'm going to be donating my used drawers, but I'm going to give away some <laughs> new ones as well. And that being said, in honor of my birthday, I want to say thank you to two awesome people whose names I don't remember, but uh, one of them used purposity. Uh-huh to donate underwear to a kid in need in honor of me on my birthday. That's awesome. So they scrolled through the, the propositi needs and they found somebody who needed underwear and mm -hmm. they, they, they did that. That's the first. And then the second thing I want to do is somebody said, Hey, in honor of Jeff's birthday, why don't we as a Callie and Jeff slash upside community try to, meet over 500 needs on propositi. That's so awesome. And I think we're in the neighborhood of like 520. Are we? 515. 515. So we're so close. So we've hit it. We've hit the 500. That's but, so awesome. Yeah. And if you don't know what propositi is, it's an app that will send you a message once a week with a need that needs to be filled in your community. Mm-hmm. Or you can open the app at any time and fill a need in your community, and it does it with the push of a button. So it hooks up to your Amazon account, or it will send the money directly to the organization that, that needs the funding to be used specifically for that need. And then it'll send you follow-up messages when, when the recipient gets them. And we have an upside team that if you would love to join, if you want to join it, doesn't cost anything, nothing, no pressure. Do it if you can, but get on the team just for nothing else to read the great stories. It's so cool and it's awesome. And the premise kind of behind it is if you knew that your neighbor's kid needed a pair of shoes to go to school, of course you would march your butt to Walmart or to Target or whatever and buy the kid a pair of shoes and Proposity just does that dig digitally and it's really, really cool. So you can fill needs in like 45 seconds or something ridiculous like that. I think that's probably takes me like 30 once you 
put all your stuff in. And most of the needs are around 20 bucks. So, and the word that we're saying, because people always ask, we talk about purposity a lot on the show. It's like purpose, purposity, P U R P O S I T Y. So just search it. Um, and in your app store and it'll pop right up and, and, and join the upside team. Yes, we would love to. And then once you're in hit settings and then it goes, then there's a team thing and the code word is upside. Jeff is oddly, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for about fortune cookies? Like you're oddly not superstitious, but I like, I like the, I, I like a fortune. I like a good fortune cookie. I am offended at lazy fortune cookies. Jeff hates lazy fortune cookies. Like tomorrow will come soon. Jeff's like, right. Duh. Like I know tomorrow's coming soon. Or well, I hope so. Otherwise I'm going to die. Or like I just ate your food. My sodium levels at 26,000 million. I'm swollen and puffy. <laughs> Reward me with something to look forward to, not just a sentence. Yes. So we have fortune cookies. We ordered the night of my birthday. We ordered Chinese food and we have three fortune cookies here. So I think so. Cal Explain how you do fortune cookies. Well, it's the proper way to do fortune cookies. A lot, oh. of, a lot of people do not know this. But you are, if you're going to do a fortune cookie properly, and, and this did not, just so you know, did not come from a Chinese person or really anything. I don't remember. Did it come where from got, your head? I don't remember where I got this. But you take all the fortune cookies and you drop them in the middle of the table. Mm -hmm. And then the person next to the person who drops them takes you, you go around the table and you take the cookie that's farthest away from you. Yeah. That's how you line up the fortune with the recipient with the proper recipient. So I'm going to throw one of these to you and then I'm going to open one and those will be the first two. And those will be our, our year. Okay. But then the last one that we open will be the year, the future of the Callie and Jeff projects, the upside. So, the so we're each going to read one that pertained to our 2020. Yep. And then we're going to read one for the upside. Yes. So what if it says you will soon be jobless? Just kidding. <laughs> Already am. <laughs> Not a fortune cookie. Just a fact teller. <laughs> oh, everyone's going to hate you for doing that. Why? So crunchy. I got the same fortune I got earlier that I put on my Instagram. Then guess what? It's super true then. It's double true. What is it? I feel like it? you got to stop chewing in the mic because people are going to. We have so many misophonic. What is it called? Misophonia? Yeah. Ooh, misophonia. Ooh, misophonia. <laughs> You're so weird. I got the same one I got last time. I want to read my stupid. You can't. We don't have any more fortune cookies. Oh. Mine says, soon a visitor shall delight you. Oh, a visitor. That's a dumb one. That is a dumb one. Mine says, rely on your friends today to help make that difficult decision. These aren't fortunes. These aren't fortunes. It's like, I don't know. All right, what's the one for the upside? Were you hoping these were going to be more interesting? Yeah, like, I was hoping it's going to say like... You're going to be rich tomorrow. No, but like, the um, I don't know. The opportunity of a lifetime awaits you. I should write fortunes. Right. <laughs> be prepared to modify your plan. 
it'll be good for you. See, that's a good fortune. Yeah, that is a good fortune. And it pertains to like, that's our upside fortune. So there you go. Okay. So we're modifying our plan. It's going to be good for us. Don't know what the plan is. We don't even know. This is going to be, it's going to be hard to change our plan because we don't really know what our plan is. <laughs> Let, let's, before we um, move on. Hey, Lily. Lily. Here she comes. <laughs> oh, Sadie too. Oh, good. Lily does the best crunches. Lily, come here. Of all. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lily, Lily, come up here. Okay, I'll do. Lily, come here. She's confused oh. by the wires. She doesn't like the wire. She's about to get uh, that. Lily, come up here. Come here. Okay. Are you ready for Lily Dollars crunching in a microphone? You ready? Fortune cookies have the best dog crunches. Okay. Come on, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> how is how is it on a? Uh, she smells like a fortune cookie. How? Go get yours from your dad. How, how is it that it was so <laughs> disgusting when I did it, but Lily did it? Look, like, eh. I don't find it disgusting, but I know that we have a lot of listeners that really, I mean, it's like a thing. I want to say thank you so much to, uh, to our sponsors. I hope everybody who is left listening will support these sponsors. This first one here was the very, very first person to say yes to being a part of the upside. And it's like traveling back in time because I worked with this company for like seven years at my first radio station in Atlanta at Q100. So without further ado, let's travel back let's in time. Let's get back in the saddle. And tell you that if you're in the market for an auto loan, a boat loan, or even a personal loan, check out George's own credit union. Because if you're borrowing for a big purchase, you can save money with my friends at George's own credit union because they're local and not for profit. They're known for having better rates and fewer fees. And through the end of November, save even more when you take advantage of their multi-loan discount up to 1% off your next loan when you finance it with George's own. To learn more, Visit georgesown.org. I'm Jeff Dollar, and I'm one of George's own. Yay! How does it feel? Restrictions to apply. Offer valid through November 31st. Visit georgesown.org for complete details. It feels good. With apologies to everybody <laughs> who's not in Georgia. Because I'm pretty sure, I mean, I know that uh, almost everybody on the planet can become a member of George's own, but you do, I think, have to live in the state of Georgia. Yeah, minor details. Minor details. Minor details. Um, you know what we have to do this week? What's that? It is open enrollment and mine ends like Friday. Oh yeah. So we have to pick our benefits. We have to, we have to adult. We have to adult. Um, and benefits totally overwhelm me. And you know what else we have to do, which is separate from benefits, but almost more important is we have to get life insurance above our benefits. And that's something that policy genius is going to be helping us with. Um, look, life insurance, not fun, but it is so, so important. If something happened to me, if something happened to Jeff, we would really need to have that in place. So we have it on our long-term to-do list. And now that we're going to be signing up for benefits, we're just going to add policy genius to our list of things that um, we need to take care of and get some life insurance that's on top of what my job already offers. Policy Genius is a great way to shop for a life insurance plan. It's not tired, uh, tied to your job. And in just a couple minutes, you can 
compare quotes, see what's best for you, and they take care of all the red tape. So when you're looking at your workplace benefits this month, make sure to double check your life insurance options. Then go to policygenius.com to get quotes and apply in minutes. And me and Jeff are going to be doing this in the next two weeks. So we'll be telling you our experience and kind of how it goes if it's not something you've ever done before, because we've never done it before. And our third partner this week is Care Of. They were actually our first advertiser. They're the first person to actually have a spot on the upside. So we very much appreciate them. And to all of you who have purchased Care Of Vitamins and Supplements, thank you for telling us about it. You already know that all you had to do was take a short five-minute quiz and answer some questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health needs, and then they make recommendations and you pick the recommendations that you want delivered right to your house. Right now, you can save 50% off your first care of order, but you have to go to takecareof.com and enter upside 50. That is 50% off your first order by going to takecareof.com and entering upside 50 when you order your vitamins and supplements delivered right to your house by the pros from Care Of. I have a beautiful human alert that made me tear up so hardcore when I saw it on the Upside Facebook page. And this kind of has a Veterans Day tie-in, too, as we honor our military today on Veterans Day. I'm going to just read it verbatim because it's really powerful, and I don't think I could do as good of a job. Um, But this is something that John Haggerty posted. The Marine standing watch did not know my stepmother. He wasn't asked or told he needed to be there. I believe he read the obituary, saw that she had served in the Marines and took it upon himself to come. He asked very politely if I or anyone would mind if he stood guard because we never leave a Marine behind. Of course, they didn't mind. It was a beautiful gesture from a man himself who was medically discharged from the Marine Corps. I didn't get his name in the turmoil of everything going on, but I have the utmost respect, privilege, and honor for having been in his company for this couple of hours. Thank you for standing guard, Marine. And um, it's a picture of his stepmom who passed and a bunch of flowers and um, the Marine standing right there. Standing next to the casket, just honoring her. Yeah, it's really cool. If you have a beautiful human alert that you would like us to share with everybody who listens to The Upside, post it in our Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash Kelly and Jeff because we would love to um, pick all of them from right out of there. There's so many great stories. So many good stories. And if you just need a little light in your life, I know it sounds cheesy, um, but join our Facebook group. It is literally people who want to be good, kind humans to each other. And it's so cool. So um, I would encourage you to join that. There is one sentence four words long that causes me anxiety every single time I hear it. Mm-hmm. And it does not, it, 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 it is based in nothing. Okay. But, but for whatever reason, the sentence, give me a call. Oh my gosh. I hate that sentence. And I, you know, what it occurred to me is uh, that, there, I was texting with somebody who knows that we record shows in our house and mm-hmm. that, that I work out of the house now. And so he was being respectful of our, our time and my time and, yeah. and our situation. And so he, he sent a text and said, are you around this afternoon? And I said, I am. And then he responded with, when you get a second, give me a call. And I, 
I was 95% sure of what he wanted to talk about. And it was not bad in any sense of the word. I it was not negative. It was not anxiety inducing. But until I got him on the phone, I was like, what do you want to talk about? I do about? the same thing. And it makes me rack my brain of all worst case scenarios. And I have started, I don't, I think that I'm pretty good now about not blindsiding people because here's the reality of saying to someone like, you know, give me a call or just being vague about something. And I hate the vague and like anything, but there's, that's not a vague, but, like, it, but here's the thing is you want whoever you're talking to presumably to have answers to something or be prepared to have a conversation with you. So if you tell them ahead of time, like, Hey, um, can you give me a call when you get a chance? I want to talk about your schedule for next week or whatever it is. Then it's just out there. And I just feel like it is. I feel like the, Hey, give me a call when you get a sack thing is like, I know people don't mean it in a rude way, but I feel like it is so rude. You do? Yes. This Give me a call is rude. Yes. Because one people are prioritizing their days. So that could be like, Hey, I'm really ill. I have a death in the family. I'm pregnant. I'm this, I'm that. Or it could be just like, Hey, I really wanted to know. I really liked your couch. So people have to prioritize their day. So I would argue if I am being Emily post that it is polite to tell someone with what business you have with them. Even though I kind of knew with this guy who yes. was messaging me, even though I kind of knew what I was 95% sure what he was going to ask me. And I knew that it was nothing negative. Not only that, I have no negative energy between me and this dude at all. And here's the thing. Yes, I think it's rude. And I don't think he was being rude, but yeah. I'm saying from this point forward, like I wish we could make that an etiquette thing because I think that it could go in the book of that's rude. So, like, you should tell people what your intentions are. You should tell people what you want to talk to them about. Feel so very, I feel so strongly about this. I was not expecting to get this kind of reaction out of you. Oh my gosh. It fires me up hardcore. You want to you want to put an amendment in the constitution that the phrase give me a call is a standalone phrase is is punishable by immediate imprisonment. I I really do and I think that cuz a lot of times it is negative and especially if you're blindsiding someone with something like Isn't that well that's that but most of the time, this is where I, I was originally coming from. Most of the time with me, it's not negative. It doesn't matter. It's still rude. Okay. Because a lot of times, <laughs> because also, I mean, you're you in know the position. Every, you know, every text message I'm going to send you for the next week, it's going to say, hey, give me a call. I would also argue that it's ineffective because for people like you, especially when you worked at radio, like a lot of people want things from you. And just to say, hey, give me a call is like, oh my God. Like if, if, if someone said, hey, can you give me a call? I really want to see if you can get me Taylor Swift tickets or whatever the request is, then you're able to be like, oh yeah, sure. And you can already do prep work. I just think it's, oh, this is my new thing. He had no idea I was going to get fired up by this. I hate this. I had no idea that it would invoke that kind of passion. Rude. So funny. All right. So, uh, so we're going to work on that law then. The, okay, perfect. The, the Callie's law. If you 
send the phrase, give me a call with no context, then you must immediately leave the country and surrender all of your possessions. Okay, bye. As I'm sure you know by now, our gratitude journals are on sale, available for purchase. You can either go to callieandjeff.com and click on the merch tab, or you can just text the word upside to 555-888 and get the link to purchase a gratitude journal for the holiday season. But Callie, we have a question about delivery times. My idea for gifts for my friends that live out of state this year for Christmas are one of your gratitude journals. And I need to know whether or not those gratitude journals are going to be in in time to get to me and then get across country in time for Christmas. How can I find that out? Maybe you can let us know on the next podcast. Okay, love you guys. Okay, bye. She kind of has a T-bird inflection, which is really funny. Did you notice that? Just like, you mean inflection, the, inflection. The inflection of happiness? No, like, you know how you, like, T-Bird, just the way that she talks, as it, it just reminded me of T-Bird. Anyways, um, yes, they will be there if you order them now. They will ship to you. I think we placed the order, we're placing the order early this week. They take two weeks, and then they'll ship out to you. So, yes, they will be there. I would order them now. Okay, but the whole, don't cause a panic. We placed the first printing. Yeah. Okay. Well, you acted like you're like, oh, we placed an order for them now, so they'll be going out in two weeks. No, we're gonna accept orders up until like December twentieth. Yes, December seventeenth, I think is the last day for holiday shipping. But yes, we will get them out to you once they get import merch's hands. They ship out pretty quickly. So, um, yeah. And if you ever have a question that's very specific, Port Merch knows a lot more about the exact shipping dates and the arrival dates because they're the ones ordering our merchandise for us. So you can always go to um, shop s h o p at Port merch.com email them and they will be happy to give you details and make sure that um it's in your hands when you need it to be as the holidays get closer we will get stalked more and more on the internet by products that think they deserve a place in our home they do they do. I get stocked all the time and I love doing this weekly. I hate calling it a segment because I feel like that's kind of dumb, but I love picking one. <laughs> why don't you say why you hate the word segment? Because it's too radio. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used to talk about segments we would do on the radio. So when I talk about segments for the podcast, she's like, you know, no, don't well, call it a segment. It's a totally different kind of show. I think when people were pitching you as a radio person, person on segments it was like we need to have regular segments and every tuesday we're gonna do this one and every you know so anyways yeah right. that's why i just this week i'm reviewing stitch fix and i ordered stitch stitch fix a couple weeks ago this is one of your suggestions because there's a lot of ads for it i think now they do a bunch of commercials and um i have always wondered okay how does that work and if you don't know what stitch fix is so you go in you take on quiz about like your sizes, your style of clothes. They send you a box and then you try on everything. You keep what you like at a discount and then you send back what you don't like. So this was my first box ever and my bar was set very low. So you said there's a discount. So is it compare? Can you compare the prices to like mall prices? Um, yeah. So, oh, okay. For some reason, I thought all these boxes, like the stuff would be crazy designer. You can choose that. 
But that's the thing is like in the quiz, they say to you, like, what when you are shopping about what do you spend on shoes? About what do you spend on jeans? So you can get high end designers. And if you say, I'm comfortable spending $500 to $1,000 in a handbag, they'll send those to you. I bet they will. (laughs) But just for your regular spending habits, like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'll spend like up to $75 on a purse or up to $100 on jeans. Like you're, you just give them an honest look at right. what you spend normally. Um, so I got six pieces in the mail. I got a pair of pants. I got a jacket. I got a shirt, a sweater. Um, maybe I only got five things. Yeah. Anyways, um, every single thing they sent me fit. Oh, really? Yeah, which I thought was- And this is your first box? My first box, which I thought was crazy because I go to the mall and the stuff I pick doesn't even fit all the time. So when you're blind going into someone that doesn't know you, doesn't know what you have in your closet, doesn't know your style, and they're just picking clothes for you, I thought it was a home run that everything fit. I'm only keeping one thing they sent. I loved two of the things. Um, One of them was like a closet repeat. So there were a couple, like they sent me black pants. I already had have black pants. They didn't know that. Um, but I kept a sweater and then I sent the rest of it back. So the way that it works is you pay, um, like $20 a month for this service and then they'll put that $20 styling fee towards whatever you buy. So it's a, so if you buy something, that's a credit toward your purchase. Yeah. And if you don't buy anything, you lose the 20 bucks. Uh, yeah, but you're just paying for someone to like style you. Uh Um, and I, when I signed up, they had the first three months waived of a styling fee. So, um, I signed up for that and I think that's a really good deal. It is Cali approved, even though I didn't love everything in the box. I think they really, really hit, um, a home run with my sizing and I'm looking forward to taking more online quizzes so they can figure out more of what I like. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. If you're listening to this on the first day of your work week, I want you to know something. You are not going to have a worse week than whoever made a mistake at a Burger King in upstate New York. Well, technically it was a lot of Burger Kings. There's a company in my hometown uh, that owns over 1,000 Burger King restaurants. Like that's, that's what, and they have like just the company to run all of those restaurants has like 50 employees and offices, right? And then obviously thousands of employees at the restaurants or whatever. Well, Burger King was doing a special and you could get a couple of burgers for one price and somebody entered it into the system wrong at the corporate office at the main headquarters. Mm -hmm. So rather than you would get, let's say it was two cheeseburgers for $3, Mm -hmm. they were saying you could get an extra value meal with two cheeseburgers for $3. So the mistake cost them on average $1.50 per meal. It went undetected for months. Oh, no. Until they realized that they were $12.4 million (gasps) off. Oh, my God. Well, 12.4 sounds like a lot to me. I assume it's it's a lot to them. I would hope that 12.4 is a lot to anybody. 
But they had to do, because they're a company that has stockholders and shareholders and all that, they had to do one of those conference calls and say what, why their numbers oh. were off $12 million. And, and the guy, the CFO, who the chief financial officer had to say on the call, quote, we screwed up. The business is healthy, but we made a mistake. Well, so just go into your week knowing that no matter what happens at work, you probably won't make a $12 million mistake. Hi, guys. It's T-Bird. Okay, when you were talking about just show up, that's the advice you give. Just show up. So I've mentored several young girls, a few boys too, but mostly young ladies, And my number one piece of advice for them every single time is be that girl. Be that girl, the one who isn't afraid to do anything. If the trash needs taken out, boom, do it. If somebody needs coffee, boom, do it. Be present. Do everything. Be the first one to say, I'll do it. Hustle. Get it done. It will be noticed and you will be rewarded. I promise. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, Jeff. I hope you're ready for this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Hope it's a great one. Hi, I just wanted to call and uh, second your message about um, getting ahead in the workplace and especially like if you are trying to break into a new field and putting in the time and effort. Uh, I really liked what you all said about, you know, showing up and proving yourself, showing interest. That worked out really well for me and some advice that somebody gave me um, was to not hide the talents that I had because I felt bad that I came in And year two was, you know, jumping ahead of people who had been around for a decade or more. And um, a mentor told me, you know, don't apologize for the qualifications that you have. I think that goes really well with your message. Hey, guys, this is Beth. Um, I just wanted to let you know that me and my husband just had our first wedding anniversary. Um, It was on the 28th. And we're kind of doing the traditional wedding gift thing. Um, But I've also seen like a modern list. So maybe we'll just do whatever looks more fun that year. (laughs) But for this year, for our first, we did paper. And he ordered me a gratitude journal, and I'm so excited because I told him that I wanted us to start doing that together because I've been kind of doing it on my own, but he really liked the idea too. And so I told them how y'all just have one journal that you keep together, and then you both just do that every day. And he was really into that. So he got that for my wedding anniversary present, and I'm so excited. And I just wanted to let you guys know. Bye. Hi, this is Tammy from Villarica. I had a funny UPS delivery story. We've had the same driver for a long time, and so we were outside one day when he came, and we stood around and chitty-chatted. And then 
he left and he turned around and he came back like five minutes later and we thought, well, did he forget to leave us something? Oh, no. Our beagle, who's extremely friendly, had jumped in his truck and he'd gotten down the road and our dog was just sitting in the back of the truck, just ready to go for a ride. So love you guys. Hope you have a great day. Thanks. This is Madison. I just wanted to call and wish Jeff a very happy birthday. November 10th is also my one-year wedding anniversary, and I'm just so excited to share that special day with Jeff. Okay, bye! So in all that you do, in all of your life, I wish you the strength and the grace to make those choices which will allow you and your neighbor to become the best of whoever you are.